Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to a very special episode of the Waffle Shop Pod. I don't even know the name of my own show. <laughs> Cracking Star, Waffle Shop Podcast. I'm joined by Seb Fitzharris, DJ, Bolton legend, and fellow curry lover, face to face. Face to face. Face to face. I'm in the flesh. <laughs> this is, is weird because literally all of these have mainly been recorded out of my bedroom. I've only done like two in here. So this is this is a big you've you've traveled. Is this traveled the, am I the third? Third. Or? I'm the third. I'm Which the is bronze. like third for worst. Third yeah. worst. Third, was it? <laughs> no, first the worst, isn't it? I'm the third one. I've also traveled three hours to get here. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it were meant to, make to it be. Work. Make it worth it. Um well, slightly to dampen the mood a little bit, I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle, which is something minor that once a Got it off my chest. It makes me feel better. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't make me feel better, but it's good for the content, isn't it? It's good, it's good, getting, it's good content. Again, <laughs> exactly. About exactly. What I'm doing, I felt like a bead of sweat like, <laughs> collected on top of my forehead. Um, but the thing that's bothered me this week, and to be fair, it happened today, and I heard someone tell someone else to man up. Right? Now, I don't know how you feel about this, but there's an aspect of man up that I feel like, okay, like, pull up your pants like come on let's yeah. like like go for it kind of thing but then there's an aspect of it that i felt like the way it was said was like because the guy was visu- visually kind of like a bit upset that was like oh, better things you can yeah. say yeah like he he's probably at breaking point well he could have been. i don't know i didn't know the situation enough but you're not just i hadn't heard those terms for quite a while i don't think i've heard anyone say man up in ages but that's the thing i, like, I don't know it's like an older phrase isn't it I've not heard it in ages. Um, Bad. Well, the way I see it, there's a lot. The thing is, not everyone goes through hard life situations, True. so they don't. That person who might be saying "man up" might have never had anything go bad for them yeah. in life. They've been told "man up" when they're playing a bit of football and they're losing or something. But put them in a real life situation yeah, and tell them to happens. man up and then see what happens and different ball game it'd be a different ball game yeah because there's a lot of stuff like me personally this week has been absolutely crazy 
So I, I played my first festival set. Amazing. On a Saturday, restricted forest. Went up to Lee and uh, Joe <laughs> for getting me on. And um, it was even, there were thousands there. And then uh, whilst we're all in good spirits and everything, I wake up the next morning and this woman I'd worked with for years, uh, and her fellow has always been a ticket seller for years at all these festivals. Yeah. She died. At, at the, well, didn't die at the festival, but got took in helmets from the festival and died. And she That's had a yeah. two-year-old son. And it, I was just mortified because I see, do you know when you see a lot of sets of people you know on Facebook? Yeah. And they're all putting these things and you're going, who is it? It must be someone I know. And then when you find out who it is, you're like, I can't believe it's them. Yeah. But you just proper it home. Uh, and then yesterday we actually went to a memorial for a um, at St. Greg's Phoenix Club, as everyone knows. It's <laughs> Phoenix now. Nice. Um, there were like hundreds of people. We all yeah. set off balloons for her and spoke to a fella. And I just I couldn't imagine what he was going through. And the thing is, with Carl, I'm mates with him. It's not like I've ever been best mates. I've just known him for a long time. Yeah. So I've known Steph a long time. We've always gone the same like events and stuff. And I just said, I said, honestly, I said, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. Because the worst thing someone can say to you when you are going through losses, I know what you're going through. No, you yeah, don't. you don't. It's you so, don't. It's, it's so different. It's the worst it? thing someone can say to someone. And um, I just said, if there's anything I can do, even if you just want to ring me and have a chat, because I know I'm not like one of your closest mates, so you might find it easier yeah, to open yeah. up to me. And that's all I did. And obviously, I know when I were on Go Out or Go Home, that was the biggest thing because I went on so close after my mum's death. Yeah. Opening up to all them randomers was so much easier than opening up to any of my mates. It's a weird one, um, isn't it? Yeah. So all, all this has come just from saying, yeah, oh, man, it only does it. <laughs> it spirals a load no, of No, but thought. I think this is what, like, it's fair. First, before we dive into that, is there anything that gets on your nerves that you want to... Things that get on my nerves... <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff so it goes through my head and it actually happened on train up here when someone puts the stuff on the seat next to them and they're even saying on tanoi please don't put your bags on the chairs and then people are coming up to them saying oh can i sit down and they're like oh. i'm like this rails above your head for put your luggage on there's a luggage thing at the bottom like what is your problem what have you got in there do you know what i mean weirdos proper it just does my head in it does my head in stuff like it's that. the tut as well like yeah. oh it's like as if like they own that seat and you're like no it's, it's busy you're like can i sit there and like it's like you don't own the train oh, it's awful that's what it does mean is i've got big feet me 11 and a half 12 some <laughs> shoes so many people walk on my feet or roll the suitcase over my toes. Going in. I wonder what those lines are. They, they, don't, they don't even say anything. They're not even like, oh, sorry. It's just, oh, there's a bump. The bump is my fault. Yeah. I am the bump. Yeah. And you've gone over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like, what, what are you playing at? Well, I am the bump. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I could end up sitting here all day talking about stuff that does my head. You're chatting to a northerner now. I can mourn for days. Do you know, I think you are my first northerner on the show. I've had a Geordie on. I'm a Geordie. Yeah. yeah. They don't count. 
No, so I was going to start. They're, they're, they, they don't even speak English half the time. <laughs> I spent six weeks with two of them on holiday. I say on holiday, we was training. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, valid, valid points. I want to dive in to your journey. So I obviously discovered you on the TV show Go Hard or Go Home. And I'm not going to lie, I, I literally fell in love with you. It, the way you carried yourself, the way you kind of handled everything that was thrown at you in that TV show, going through what you were going through, mate, it was admirable, like genuinely hand on heart. And I was like, I thought I'll watch the first one, see how it goes. And then I was like, this guy, like I, I need to talk to this guy because there's a lot of people, there, we haven't been through the same thing, but there was a few similarities from either of us. And I've never kind of watched someone articulate it in a way that I would. And the way that you did it on that show was, it was beautiful. So appreciate that. like, honestly, it was one of the questions I do want to know. So for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's on the iPlayer at the minute. And there's a gr group of younger people that yeah. are you, Thailand. Uh, no, no. So, so we're in the Dominican Republic. Oh, nice. Um, and there's, eight warriors, eight trainees, and these warriors, they're all fitness freaks. Yeah. I'm not going to put it any no. other way. They're like Olympians. They're abs. Have abs. World <laughs> champions. They're like elite coaches, uh, extreme challenges. They're just proper weirdos about yeah. fitness. <laughs> like the, the kind of people that they're up at four in the morning and they go to bed at midnight. And even in the sleep, they're thinking about exercising. Oh <laughs> I got honestly though, you I couldn't have been with you. Need them people in your yeah. life though to motivate you and change your ways. And then us trainees were a bunch of um, eighteen to twenty. I think we're up to twenty eighteen to twenty three year olds. Um, are all like depressed, really bad scenarios mm -hmm. early on in life, even just full on drunkards yeah. <laughs> but that's what i think you took lot. me by surprise because i thought when i first started watching it, oh it's just gonna be a bunch of like don't want to say like no hopers but it was just like you know they were kind of painting a picture to start yeah, off yeah, with of like that... the drunk the party animals <laughs> yeah. this, that, and you that but once like the challenges hit and all the layers started to be peeled back it just changed it the dynamic so, yeah, completely so interesting as soon as he introduced me on the show yeah three or four bottles <laughs> yeah. of wine five and a good night nice you know what i mean we're all laughing our heads off when we watched it i thought they've painted me out to be a right pillock here from with, with the first that minute. Though, like why did you apply for it so well i didn't so oh. i'll give you the full <laughs> journey so you were a bit mad, really, because I've not got like loads of followers mm. on TikTok. I've had like over 100,000 likes just from whenever I've done a rant and they've yeah. just popped up. And um, so they contacted me. I just, do you check your message requests on Instagram? <laughs> you just a, see, sometimes, a risky place sometimes is someone going to be there. <laughs> and then I just, I open this message request and it'd be like, I said, we've seen your videos on TikTok. We think you're a really funny guy and all this. And we're wondering if you'd want to take part in a challenge show and all this. And I read it and I thought, it's just some scam. And then I read it back and I thought, that doesn't sound like a scam. It yeah. sounds a bit weird. So then it said about uh, wall to wall, which obviously Warner Bros. And I rung 
uh, my agent, because uh, I do acting as well. Yeah. Um, and I was saying, have you heard of Wall to Wall? And she was like, um, I don't know. She had a look. And then she went, yeah, it's Warner Brothers. I went, mm. well, I've had a okay, message. Maybe it's not a I've had a message. <laughs> um, so she went, well, just go for it. And the thing is, my mum were diagnosed with cancer in November 2019. So at this point when I got the message, it would have been, I think I got it about, probably about November 2021. Yeah. Um, might not even been there because it was going on for months. It's like we did Teams calls. I asked me loads of stuff about mm. myself. Obviously, I was telling about how I was curing for my mum. Yeah. Because, because of lockdown as well, the company I was working for at the time, I'm not there now, but I have a big respect to them. I work from home for from the start of lockdown yeah. to be able to help look after my mum. So I looked after the always. So every time I'm having a Teams call, I were it were all really fresh and. So I was speaking about it and and then the maddest thing were it got to like the last stage and this were in 2022 and um, just been my mum's birthday and then she got put back in the hospice and they said, look, she, she's not got long left. Um, so I was with her all day, that day in the hospice and... Um, she said to me, she said, no matter what happens, you, you're still going for this final audition tomorrow. Yeah. No matter what happened in here with me, you're still going tomorrow, you're going to smash it. And I was with my mum from 11 in the morning, um, right up until two in the morning the following day. And me and Kane, my brother, we had, we had oh, all mate. of her hands. And... She was doing the death rattle and everything, and we said, Mum, it's all right to go. And she did. And then I were up all night crying and couldn't sleep, nothing. So then it got to about five in the morning. I thought, I'm just going to have a shower, a shower. So I've been up since the following morning. Uh, I had a shower, cleaned my teeth, my mate picked me up, took me Mackie for a breakfast, and then got on the train to London to do this final yeah. audition for the show. And um, I didn't know what we're in stall. I didn't know whether we were having a chat or what. Um, we're doing a fitness test because of the nature of the show. <laughs> so we got there. I meet him at the swimming baths and she's like, right, swim. I'm doing lengths underwater and holding my breath. And she's like, you look like, she said, don't say it wrong, you look really rough. Because like, I'm telling you, I've been crying all night. I've got black eyes. I've not been sleeping. My cheeks were swelled up. And I said, well, my mum died a few hours ago. And they said, well, why have you come? I said, well, you said you wanted a warrior. Yeah. Um, so yeah, respect that. If, if, if you wanted a warrior, then here I am. And she told me to be here. And then so I had a big chat with the uh, executive producer, the head of all the actual show for about an hour. And he was saying, you sure you want to be in? And I said, look, I know what I've come and signed up for. Yeah. Uh, I was doing bleak tests, reset, oh, no, jump tests, everything. PTSD from that. Everything. <laughs> and then we had this big hour chat. And then three weeks later, my mum's wake. So we've done the funeral. I'm at my mum's wake. 
and I got the call. You go in well, the Dominican next week. How, oh, how, how crazy yeah. is that? So the day she died, I went for the audition, and the day we'll put her to rest, I got the part. So that were her. And that's the way I see it. You're watching over. It's mad, that, isn't it? It is. It's proper mad. And Respect. But that honestly, that couldn't have been it, it, the easy. Thing is, it couldn't have come at a better time because the thing is, I, I were only 22 when my mum died. And I live in a council house. I live in a rough area in Bolton, Great Lever. Um, and there's a lot of people who would have gone through similar things to me. And... They could have they could have dealt with things completely different. Like I know yeah. what I did were completely wrong at first. So from the day of my mum dying to a funeral, thing is, my brother had already had an holiday booked, which he said she had he had to go on, and yeah. so had my missus. So like I were on my own for about a week and a half straight after she died. So like I were going getting death ticket death certificates with my auntie. I were arguing with the council to keep the house because. Obviously, we have a three-bedroom house. They try and downsize yeah. you. So, and my brother's autistic, and I, I just I put it straight to him. I said, "Look, I said it's too much change. Change yeah. for someone with autism is massive." I said, "His mum's just died." I said, "If you want to move us out, it's on your head, not mine." They went, "Oh yeah. no, no!" I went right then. So I turned up at uh, the council office, got him to sign it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> but then, from in that three-week period. From second of April to I'm sure it was the twenty first when we put her to rest. Um I were having about five, six bottles of wine every night. So not even during the day, I weren't binge drinking. Yeah. It was just I was dealing with that much Going shit yeah. during the day. I, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I need a drink. And I do about five, six bottles of wine. And before I, I did I put about two stone on in the space of three weeks. Yeah. Honest to God. I don't like a Baggish you know with arms and legs. I think this is why I wanted to talk to you as much as I did. Because, one, because I fully respect everything that you did for your mom. Like, it's it's, it's admirable. Um, but with... I went through a similar thing. I haven't lost my mom. My mom's now in a neurological care home. She needs 24-hour care. Whereas at that period of time, everything was on my shoulders. And I felt like I had nowhere to turn to. I had no, so it's, I didn't turn to out, like not that you turn to alcohol and you weren't alcoholic, but I did the same with food. So I overate to a point where like I was sick. I was like, just so it like, I look back now and I think it was just to feel something different that wasn't yeah. sad or like anger or anything like that. You just excessively overdo something. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people do. Obviously, some people turn to drink, food, drugs. Mm-hmm. Like my brother used comfort eat a lot for yeah. school when he got bullied and stuff. So I, I completely get it. And that's the biggest thing is it, it's about speaking out. My biggest problem throughout the whole mum's illness is that I never, ever spoke. Yeah. I never told my missus how I was feeling. No one. Because all I used to say all the time is, she's not dead yet. So I'll cry when she's gone. And it was the worst mistake I could have done because then when she yeah. did die, it hit me so much, so much harder because I was constantly trying to be strong for her and being strong in front of my brother and being strong in front of my missus and trying to be strong in front of everyone. Yeah. That <laughs> I ended up being this now. broken man at the end of it. And it, it was just crazy. If you could, like, in hindsight now, because there's, there's so many times when 
especially looking back at the situation I was in, just to be like, just ask for help. Just, 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 there was so many moments when it was like on the tip of my tongue. In hindsight, like, is there anything that you would tell well, yourself? All I would say is speak. Yeah. Speak to someone. Like, even now, sometimes when I, I feel like I can't speak to someone, I'll video what I'm saying. Yeah. So I know I've got it out. Because if I don't get it out, then <clears throat> I just, I'm in a yeah. bad mood. And I know that's why, because it's just in the back of my mind. Because <clears throat> losing my voice here. <laughs> but on that real podcast, will <laughs> we? But, um, yeah, just it, speak. That's why I was saying, like, then with my mate Carl, I said mm. to him straight away, like, no matter when it is. Yeah. And I, and I try to be there for a lot of people because of how I felt. Cause it's quite, well, you don't want other people to feel I the same way, do you? I want, I honestly, I've said it to him, I would not wish it on my worst enemy. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't. The pain that I went through is just... Like every problem is as well, everything reminds me of a like two yeah. years ago we were on our last holiday together in a Markham in a caravan when England were uh I think about Euros and wasn't it? Or yeah, World yeah, Cup, yeah. one or other. Um and all memories are coming up on Facebook and I I constantly, every single day, I look at my mum's Facebook to see if someone has shared a story that yeah. I might have never known. Oh, mate. Oh. Well, man, it's just every day she's with me. I got her, she's in it. I've got fingerprint in me, Molly. It's just everywhere I take her with. Do you want a minute? No, it's all right. It's all right. Ash getting taught me, and Fish got me doing it a lot. It's an honour to speak about me, Mum. It makes me cry, but it's good. Because if I didn't get all these emotions out, then that's my and own do you know point. What, mate? Like, How would I feel? This is exactly why I respect you as much as I do. Because, I mean, I'm 33. You're a lot younger than me. Not to sound like condescending or anything, but like, I wish I had my head on. Like, no, I wish I had your head on my shoulder. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, that would just sound weird. Like, I wish. You know I what I'm trying to say. <laughs> when I was going through what I did, because it's. It is tough. Like I'm in a situation where like, I'm kind of grieving for someone who isn't dead. I'm literally, I've watched a woman who used to be up at six o'clock in the morning, hoovering her AstroTurf, like running around like a blue ass fly to now require, yeah, 24 hours. And, and it's, I know exactly what you're saying there. Cause that, that's what brought me my mum. Oh, what? My mum used what? Eight mile every day. She used to do an eight mile speed walk. She'd been known for walking yeah. that area. Out to motorway and round, and I watched her go from that to this woman who couldn't even get up the stairs, yeah. wobbling and limping, and like couldn't even wash herself, and it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. I watched her go from this woman in her fifties to just by the time she was sixty-one when she oh, was she sixty-one when she passed. Yeah, by the time she was sixty-one when she was passed, it was like she was ninety-one. Yeah, like. She, oh, that she looks fucking proud of you. Made her look so old, and I just felt awful. Was was there times like when? Firstly, obviously, thank you for sharing. No, that. Honestly, mate, it's I've, honestly you you inspiration. Um, was there times on the show where obviously I've seen how intense those challenges were? Like, were there moments where you were like, 
I can't do this. Like this is this is too much. Well, with the show, it was mad. It was it, thing is we didn't even know before we went on it. We all all we got told originally that we were going to overcome mental and physical health. Yeah. And then we had an idea that we're going to have some mad athletes probably training us. Yeah. And then as we're in our isolation period because of COVID, obviously. Stay, I was staying in this like hotel, a bit like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> and um, then they told us it's a it's a competition. Yeah, you're going to be up against people, and I went, oh, oh uh, okay. Well, I've got something to fight for. Yeah, got something to lose two stone for, <laughs> and um, it. I tell you what, did proper throw me off that. I didn't get to pick me warrior because I got the because <laughs> I got the best fitness time. Me who hadn't been sleep all night and lost me mum. All them lazy kids you know got worse times. Grief, How did that work? Grief, no sleep works wonders for the bleep. How did that work? So then that's prop that prop. I think that's why I won that first challenge yeah. because I was fuming. I thought it's a load of toss. I'm punished for being apparently fit. I might have been fitter two weeks ago when I did this test. Said I put two stone on since I did that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so on the show, the only one where I thought it so it didn't really show it until like the final episode, but yeah. I did a mini tour on my quad in uh, my first challenge with fish when we did absolutely pants. <laughs> and um also one of my favourite things ever is watching fish try to do a puzzle. Oh god, she's <laughs> awful. So I'm not bad. even bothered, fish. Knows, so bad. The worst. <laughs> She's the worst, best person you need strength oh. and um, actual like tactics for an activity. But as soon as it comes to a puzzle, I'm trying to sort it. And then she's like, uh, I'm like, oh, fish, you're baffling my head now. What are you talking about? When I've watched it back, I thought, Christ. Because I, I, I was good at puzzles. I don't know what, I don't know what went on. There was um, points where I was like screaming at the TV. It was what we really had from that point then when I did the mini tour on my quad. I didn't actually run until the final and they were like a two weeks break. Ah. So in every challenge I couldn't do a hundred percent. Yeah. I could with my arms, could with everything else, but when it comes to using my legs, I really yeah. couldn't. And so that's why when we did the uh the water challenge, it was the next challenge after I did the mini tour, uh the actual main one, I ended up coming fourth by one second. But um <laughs> It was the swimming. I couldn't. I was swimming with one leg. Like, yeah. I couldn't kick my leg. I didn't show it. I didn't show it. Luckily, but um, just go around in a circle. So, <laughs> so everyone sets off, and I go like this, completely to the right. And I caught shout seven. I'm up. I'm like, whoa! I'll, everyone's over there. I ain't get over there. I'm just swimming my arms because I couldn't physically kick yeah. with my leg, and it were mad. And then we did the rock climbing one where it was like you climb, we turn up this gorgeous cliff face. Um, and then like, right, climb it. I was like, oh, <laughs> climb it. So I've, never, I've always been crap at rock climbing. I'm a proper clumsy person with my big deaf feet <laughs> and everything. And then next minute, they go, right, you got to climb that. And Ashley Kane's going to chase you up the cliff. Oh, okay. One Brilliant. Of the, one of the fittest men yeah. in, the, in Britain <laughs> is going <laughs> to chase you up a cliff. Yeah. Okay. Marvellous. Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> and it actually did somehow. I, I I think maybe if I didn't chase me, I might have not hit the gong. <laughs> God knows. And what would you that about that challenge? Every other warrior, because obviously we had someone else's warrior chasing us, every other warrior were like cheering on the person. Yeah. Like, come on, keep going. 
What do you think Ash were doing? <laughs> ooh, Scream, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Just making noises. That's not gonna I'm off. coming. <laughs> and I was thinking, crap. <laughs> You, know, you don't really need any motivation. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll do it. He was just chasing me, yeah. He, he, he was good that he didn't catch me. Everyone else was like, if they didn't catch that, oh, well done. He was fuming. This was, I'm going to put them lights on. No worries. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I about to say it's not made much of a difference to be fair, but it will do. Well, it's, oh, it doesn't even get dim yet, does it? We're still in summer. <laughs> oh. Okay. One of the nicest things I think I've, I loved about the show was, you know, like you've got these kind of like athletes, top of their game, like real kind of, you know, you you wouldn't want to like go up against them, but I think with you guys showing as much vulnerability as you did, like they started to show like their vulnerabilities, like their stories, which then just had this like ripple effect across like everyone. And it was just like a real nice reminder that like literally regardless of how fit you are, how like mentally fit you think you are, whatever walk of life you're from, we're all feeling it. We all go through something. And it was something like that. Like it was, I didn't know what to expect from the show, but it was just this real kind of, it, it, it made me felt good, feel good. It ended up, Becoming a lot more like a big family. Yeah. And the producers didn't originally think it would go like that. I don't even think they actually wanted it to go like yeah. that. Because they wanted it to like be a fierce competition. But because of everyone's scenarios, it we're just going to end up like that. And I don't even know if they're doing another series, yeah. which I'm gutted if they don't, because honestly, I do not know where I would be if I didn't go yeah. there. Bear in mind, I only went the week after my mum's funeral. If I'd have carried on the way I were, you could have been speaking to a 20 stone man or something yeah. now, and I could have killed myself well, or anything. Now, honestly, well, I could is... have gone such, down such a bad path because I, no, I had no plan of sorting myself out. I, I knew I had to, but you can't be bothered yeah. when you're in that situation. Right. So I needed this show, and it gave me well, this a is, kick there's, up the there's a There's a line that I read, and I think it was either you said it or I think Ash said it to you about victor not victim and it's it's one of those things that as soon as i read it i like i had to read it like 
two, three times to let it sink in. Because again, like it, it's not the same situation, but I wouldn't be sat here having this conversation with you if I hadn't started the podcast. I dread to fucking think where I would be if I don't, didn't start the podcast. I started the podcast because of my mom. Like she told me like, you need to keep going. Like, and it's that, that kind of little reminder of that, like literally you can do anything. I mean, you being on that show proved you can fucking do anything. The only thing we're not allowed to do is give up. And you literally just radiate it. Like it's honestly, it's, is there like a version of you that's, like you must feel proud of? Yeah, I, honestly, I really am looking, looking at myself and what I've achieved even since the show. Yeah. I'm very proud. And it's how many people I've heard of and spoke to about it. And it it does make me very proud. And that's why I can all, with a lot of people, I don't know who else like, opens a lot of DMs and stuff, mm. but while the show were on, I must have had in access of a thousand people like messaging me. Wow. And I replied to every single one. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not no bloody celebrity. I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna ignore people who are going for a situation. And I but had I think so that's many why people, people are so drawn to you. I, and I had so many people resonate and say, oh, I'm, I, they, I've been watching this. My mum's got cancer now, and it's just really yeah. helped me see a different side and how I can do this. And for some lad from Bolton to be able to help so many people, that yeah. is just priceless. That's worth more than anything. Like, it's worth more than incredible. absolutely anything and that's what I want to do, make a big difference and that's why me and Dylan we are we have got a lot of stuff mm. in the works to make a big difference like, um, we obviously ran the 10k, oh look at I'm taking on, oh, no I need to, to taking on stuff <laughs> um, so we ran the 10k for Bolton Hospice, in memory of my mum they incredible. looked after her because um, a lot of people, what's mad, they don't even know what hospices are and hospices, they're all over the country. And what the hospice does is they're the ones who look after you or your loved ones when you're at the end of life. Yeah. And they're not funded. You have that they yeah. they've run off donations. And I prefer charities and stuff where if you put money in, the this you is can what's put, you've, you've experienced yeah. the difference. Because I they, hate yeah. big charities where you put your money in and you don't know where oh, it's, it's going. It's gone, yeah. it's gone into the it's executive going. director's pocket. Yeah. Marvellous. Do you know what I mean? I like seeing stuff that makes a change and makes a difference. So we've got a lot of charity events we want to do. Obviously, tomorrow we're running the 10K, me, Dylan, Adil, and if Ty can make it, I know he will. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know he's busy, as obviously yeah. all of them are. <laughs> uh, and we're doing that for Ash's uh, daughter's charity, the Azalea Foundation. Foundation My which... second live show that I did in April, the ticket proceeds oh, went, went to the Azalea Foundation. Honestly, it's a top, top foundation. And we, me and Dylan were saying for time we wanted to do something for Ash because whilst we're Dylan's warrior, he's done a lot for me as well. Yeah. And I'm, since the show, I've spoke to... Nez Lords because she would gutted when she had to go, which yeah. she did. Um, and then I spoke to Fish Lords, was quite a lot. Ash, I've had I, it were around the time of my mum's birthday, and I was saying I'm a bit like, I'll be honest, Ash, I'm a bit like lost to what to do. I said, I'm I just feel like exploding. And he said, You need to go and do. Like I was going on little runs and stuff, but he said, you need to push yourself further. He said, yeah. on your mum's birthday, go and run a 10K because you're saying you're going to do one for her. 
uh, in a few months. Do your first one yeah. on your mum's birthday. So that's what you need to work towards. It's that kind of um, pain to purpose, yeah. isn't it? Like, we, you wouldn't wish what happened on, like you said it earlier, like on your worst enemy. But there's also something, oh, I hate saying this, it's kind of like almost grateful of the struggle. It's, it's a weird because thing it, to say. But it, but it, it changes yeah. your perspective on everything. It really does. And that's why you've got to push yourself in life all the time. I, I'm one of them, I cannot sit in the house and do yeah. nothing. My missus loves, <laughs> she works in a care home, bless her for dementia, assistant manager, and she does three 12-hour shifts in. So then on a, three, on a two or three days off, whatever it is, she, she doesn't like doing anything. Yeah. She likes lying there. And I can't do that, no matter what. No, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Uh, I popped the question while we're in Australia. Yeah. Uh, seven years in. Yeah. About time I popped the question, I suppose. You'll be missing it, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we're actually been looking at a load of wedding uh, venues. We don't we'll have a late district or Cheshire. Yeah. yeah, anyone wants to hit me up, come on. <laughs> a special Sponsored. offer. Nice. <laughs> Sponsored wedding. Yeah. That'll do. Come on. We'll do the pop. Yeah, there we go. Sorted. <laughs> I'll bring a few. Yeah. You just got married. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm here um, with the bride and groom. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's top. Well, is it, is it safe to say, like, that show? It changed my life completely. Yeah. It completely changed my life. Like, it just sorted me out. I've been, I've been wanting to change job for a while. I've changed job. I'm in a job where I get apprentices roles in IT yeah. digital sector. And I was selling gas electric before, which there's nothing rewarding about selling yeah. people 50p a unit or whatever it were at the time when all prices went mad. Oh, Whereas this, I'm getting a young person a job. Yeah. It's rewarding for me. So obviously I do sales. I feel like I'd like, I feel I, like you should be like knighted <laughs> or something. I, like I, I can get, just like... talk the back legs off a donkey. So. I do sailors just because it's natural for yeah. to speak to people. And I don't know, it, it just completely sorted me out, the show. It really did. And mm. that's why, so me and Dylan now, that's what I was saying earlier. That's why I'm going off <laughs> on a tangent. You're on the show so, for perfection. Um, <laughs> me and Dylan, we're actually starting this clothing brand. We're not releasing the name yet. We, we want it all, keeping it all under wraps. But the idea is um, the first. Like item of each drop, we're gonna raffle off. Yeah. To, we're gonna have a, like a set of selected charities that we want to cut of all the time, a cancer charity yeah. specifically, but ones like the Azalea Foundation. Or uh, I went to a charity ball the other night, Mummy Star. Yeah. Um, which is how mad is it's the only charity that deals directly with. Um, women who are suffering with cancer in and around pregnancy. There's no others. How's that even? I think they've been going ten years. Like you'd think, like there's loads of stuff where they have different ones. And and that when I went to the charity ball, we actually sat on the table. Same this woman who was actually from Bolton, yeah. who had uh, who's still suffering with cancer now, but uh, around pregnancy. And I was just completely moved. And I just thought, definitely one of our chosen yeah. charities that we're going to be doing. I mean, like, between August and October, at some point, my work's announced, we can have two days off paid if it's for charity. So uh, the plan is we're going to go and do, I think in Scotland, I'm sure there's either six or eight mountains which are all oh, in the same yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to do them all in 48 hours. Either for all the charities we're selecting or maybe just 
Mummy Stark, we've not done anything for yeah. them yet, but yeah, we, we've got a lot of stuff we want to do, me and Dylan, to make a change. And I don't Man, want to be one of those people who sit there and do nothing. I like, I get rewarded from someone feeling good. Yeah. Or I, I do a lot of charity work. I always have done. Uh, I did, I've done quite a few charity DJ sets. I've got another charity set on 15th of August in Manchester um, for Grand Theft Audio, that for mental health yeah. awareness. I, I don't like doing nothing when I know I can. Yeah. So that's why I'm out this weekend. Uh, Do you know what? Coventry, I... London. <laughs> I love home. it. With, with, with that though, we obviously, I talk about like coping mechanisms a lot on the show. I've, I've kind of picked up a lot of my coping mechanisms. The main ones that I use now through having these kind of conversations with people aside from obviously the incredible charity work that you do. I know obviously you, you DJ a hell of a lot. Is there anything else like when things do oh, get a little, yeah? Song, like, how how do you navigate that now? Um, well, the main thing, me, I need a distraction. Uh, when I was younger, the my mum took me through a few things because I thought I did ADHD, but they said I'm like more along the lines of being bipolar, and they were like, "Oh, wow. you can go on medication," and I thought, "I'm not having stuff in my head." Other people disagree. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm one of them. I feel like you've got to do something to keep you out of that mindset. And yeah. for me, it's either music, exercise, or just speaking. Yeah. And that's that's it. I'll go. Ash says going on a run in the gym does not count. You go on a run, you go outside for a run. Even even you want to just go on a massive walk. Yeah. So going in the gyms for weights. Said that's it, and I do agree with that. I've got flat that's feet. If I start running on the treadmill, everyone, you can, you know what I mean? It's like boom, boom, yeah. boom. I did my yeah. foot in before Christmas, but I've got the exact thing. I've got really wide flat feet. Yeah. Well, I've got really skinny <laughs> flat feet, so all my shoes look really tight, but they're not. I've just got like feet like hands. That's <laughs> <laughs> so well annoying. I did wonder why you walked in on your feet, <laughs> on your feet, on your hands. <laughs> it's like, oh God, here he is. <laughs> Direct. Okay, so music. We obviously we're a music and mental health podcast, and I'm a big believer in music soundtracking the good, the bad, the ugly, the breakups, like the holidays. There's a song or an album that kind of captures those moments. Yeah. What are your go tos when it comes to like, you know, one just to, for a bit of escapism? Um, well, I me, mean, I like. Heavy music. I, I'm into my drum and bass, yeah. my jungle, like my garage, my dubstep, breakbeat, anything above like 140 BPM. Yeah. Like. Bolton's massive for donk, bounce music. I just need something with pace. I'm a quick person. I've never been someone who likes slow music. Yeah. Like when we've been out in town and stuff, I don't like going out in town because about music crap. <laughs> <laughs> like we've been out in town and gone back to one of my mates and he's put like techno on or something. I projectile vomiting because just <laughs> I've been I've been at this fast pace all night and then this proper slow tunes come on everyone's just pissed, proper slow everyone's techno and I'm, I'm like oh no because the room's spinning because everything's slowed down and oh no and then bang I've been sick and I've gone right, I'm going oh well, no was that what you were actually saying? no I've actually yeah oh I thought hey, you were... know what I'm telling you I, I can't do slow music it sends me honestly I'm a quick person. It's hanging. It's hanging. I sold. I've made loads of money selling tickets for it over the years, but yeah, I've tried them all. Not for me. 
quick only. <laughs> but but cheer me up. I'll have a jump on my decks myself because I've got yeah. my own studio. Or if I stick like a Shadow Demon Coalition mix on, like Baseman and Triggering everyone, or like. Uh, has has that always been there? Is that like? Is yeah. it, did you grow up around that oh, too? Like for yeah. it to... I, I've always so I didn't even know about drum and bass till like fourteen, fifteen, and then I heard a song. And I was like, wow, that's different. I'm into it because the house and stuff. It's all I know. Drum and bass electronically produced, yeah. but you can play it live. Yeah, you can. Do you know what I mean? You see, like Goldie do the live sets, yes. and they get yeah. all the drum kits out and all the different instruments. It comes from an original. In, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the bass drum. And the drum yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So as soon as I heard that, I thought, this is different. I'm feeling it. I'm loving it. And obviously, it's English music. It's black inspired yeah. English music. And I love it. I love yeah. I, I'm one of them. I do love anything English. So then when I found this genre, and I grew up on a lot of rap music growing up, I just thought it's like everything all into yeah. one that I've always liked. And it's me. Is, it. is there a particular song that needs to be playing to get you on the dance floor for drum and bass wise um any any liquid song will get me or yeah. any any liquid song like any a bit of wilkinson chasing states anything like that but if you like talking something deep it's alex reese pulp fiction anytime love it play every set every single set i think came out in 1998 play every single <laughs> set i love it renegade snares love it i love honestly i just love Proper heavy jungle drums. Like my set last weekend, I weren't even meant to play any drum and bass, but I had Artful Dodger, Gary's legend. He played 20 minute of DB before me. And DJ Luck, Gary's legend, he played one garage song with a little rest bit of, of drum bass. The rest of it, like house and like dance hall. Yeah. And then last 20 minute drum and bass just before me. And I thought, well, I'm getting on. I'm playing drum and bass. Because <laughs> they booked me for a garage and bass line set. And then, because I've known him for years, and then first 25 minute, half hour, garage and bass, and then I went bang, I thought, drum bass is coming up. They can do it. I'm going to show them how to do it. Bosh. It was, just, <laughs> it was, it was sick. It was do, we, do you find it quite, not repetitive, is in a bad way? Because I had this conversation, I'm going to do an awful thing and I'm name drop here, but I had Sean Paul on the show and he said the same thing about reggae and kind of dancehall music. It puts him in a bit of a like, not a trance, but almost like a meditative state that kind of allows him to then kind of yeah calm I, down. Even though it's like these big, loud kind of yeah. like drums and stuff that you associate with like jumping around, it kind of puts him in a like in a almost like a calm state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I get a lot. So there's a lot of people who they like drum and bass, like they love going raves, listening to yeah. it. Yeah, they won't listen to it at all. I always get people ask me, so what what That's do you listen true. when you're yeah. chilling? Drum and bass, my alarm talk, my alarms, drum and bass. Do you know what I mean? Like, I listen to it all day, every day. Uh, and it, some people can't relate. They're like, what? You're off your head. <laughs> but that's just me. I, well, you I need love, something like that to I wake love, you up in the do morning. Do you know what I mean? That is, I just love it. I love every single bit about it. And there's a lot of people, yeah, there's a lot of people that listen to complete different genres. But then when they go out, oh, yeah, I love drum yeah. and bass. When I've had 10 drinks. <laughs> do you then? Do you? <laughs> Oh, that one chasing state is so <laughs> um, on the flip side of that is there a song or an album that i mean i know obviously you wear your heart on your sleeve like you're I, I, this is another reason why i have a lot of respect for you is like if the emotion's there it needs to come out there's no there's no point bottling up do you know what i mean um is there a song or an album that kind of does that to you it brings out well the... song that I mean, 
I listen to like some people might find this proper depressing, but if I do want to get a proper cry out, mm. or it happens a lot in karaoke because of my mum, she was 61, and when my granddad died, their songs, the funeral songs, come up in karaoke yeah. a lot because people who do karaoke are in the 50s a lot of the time and stuff. So, like, my granddad's funeral songs, uh, My Way, um, so that always gets me going. Like, it's already the yeah. voice. Then, <laughs> I heard your voice. And then my mum... <laughs> Uh, Dean Parrish, I'm on my way. Um, Diana Ross, remember me. And um, what's the other one? I've got it. I got him in my notes. But uh, she was a big Northern Soul yeah. fan, my mum. And yeah, they they proper get me going every time. But it's good tears. I yeah. like. I do. It sounds mad. I like crying. I do like crying. It's, it's now. refreshing. And Joe, you know it's it's almost like it's almost like a release for me, especially if I'm crying over like a memory or like a song that puts me in a certain kind of headspace. It, you know, it's just a reminder for me that like, um, I'm allowed to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. I should not be, I don't give myself a hard time when I'm happy or if I'm laughing. <laughs> so there is absolutely no reason why I should be giving myself a hard time if I want to cry. You're laughing and go, whoa, whoa. Why, you're not allowed to, you're, you're not allowed to smile. <laughs> you're not allowed to smile. Man up. You're not allowed to smile. It's like, what? No, if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Like exactly. It's... I do think the show did change me a lot on that side because I've always been, uh, I, I am a proper like lads lad. Yeah. Like, I love going out with lads, and, and but I've never like shown me emotion. Like, I've always done acting and stuff growing yeah. up, loads of theatre shows, and always been able to connect with me emotions. But I've never, like, I don't know, never been known to be much of a cry unless it was at a funeral. Whereas yeah. like now, I cry easier. Loads of things like as soon as uh, when I was at that memorial last night. Yeah. As soon as Carl stood on the table saying, Thank, thanks everyone for coming, I'm, I'm yeah, streaming. Like, out. Well, I guess it kind of makes it all very real again, doesn't it? It does. There's a, like, do I've lost, I wanna... it, it killed it, really. When I know, so, when I have someone close to me going through loss, I, it's like I feel everything yeah. again. Uh, so I, I know exactly what you're mm. saying. Because I, I was saying to my missus, I, I just thought, I couldn't imagine losing you. Yeah. I could not imagine losing, especially in circumstances like that. It would just... It, it almost makes you appreciate what you it do does. have. It really does. Rather than does. what you don't, doesn't it? I give her a big hug. Because yeah. I, 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 I had two, uh, I had seven, like six, seven wickets and two um, turbo. <laughs> Wait, have you heard it? Uh, we're, we're on blue because yeah, that was Steph's ring. Yeah. And then I'm having iron brew ones because they ran out. <laughs> and then you had a turbo charger. No. So I'd never even heard of this till yesterday morning. <laughs> It He's sounds a like a heartburn. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bottle of Smirnoff ice, no, which fills like half a pint, and then you fill the rest of it with lager. No, who get you off who, your rocker though? Who thought that that would be a good idea? I thought, oh, but I, I'm like hooked now. Yeah, I've never even heard. So yes, yeah. I, I finished the last two drinks with them. Missus picked me up straight from work. Going up to cash, what are you smirking at? I went, well, I, I said I'm working a drink. It's the rocket fuel. I've had two turbo chargers. Well, they might not have even called turbo chargers, you know. There's something like that. But, yeah, half a pint with a Smirnoff ice. There's... Preparing for this 10K. <laughs> I mean, I weren't going to be drinking, training. but I can't help it. I'm, I'm a massive people person. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not one yeah, of them yeah. who can sit in the house on their own. I sit in the house on my own, I get yeah. overthinking a lot of things. Whereas I love just being out and I was just reminiscing and talking about loads of old stories with loads yeah. of people there. And I, I love, I just love talking to people. So I ended up having 
10 drinks or whatever. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Can't help it. You, you mentioned something then a minute ago that I kind of picked up on. And I don't know if this is for the same reason that I keep things in my notes, but you mentioned uh, about keeping the songs in your notes. Why? Because I like to remind myself of things. Yeah. It's, it's a big thing. Although you might not think that you've got a bad memory or anything, I've got loads of stuff in my notes that yeah. I like to keep there and go through and remind myself of things. And it's like even go look at my mum's Facebook every day yeah. to remind myself of it, putting myself back through the memories and the pain in a way to be ready for the next day. Yeah. And good and every single memory, whether it's good or bad, is a memory. And I, and I do constantly remind myself of everything. I'm a bit of a nut right. No, but... no. I, <laughs> it, the reason why I picked up on it is because I do the same thing. <laughs> and when you said notes, especially with the songs, like I've, I, when my mum gets rushed back into hospital, like there's, it happens like two, three times a year. It's like I've, I have to be ready to almost plan. I've planned a funeral like four or five times a year because I'm just thinking this is going to be it now. And every time I'm very fucking lucky, like every time she kind of like, she pulls through, but I keep the kind of the date, the timestamp, how I was feeling, what was happening. All You've in got my to notes. be ready in those situations. That's the thing. My mum picked her songs on her deathbed on yeah. that day. Um, wow. Originally, all, up until she ran on her deathbed, she was saying the old time, when the curtains closed, you're playing Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. I said, we're not, <laughs> we're not playing that one. I what said, a woman. I said, comical purposes are not. I said, I'm not bursting out laughing at your funeral. I said, it's not happening. And then I said, because that's what I said to her. She went to me on on a deathbed when we were saying about doing the final audition. She was yeah. going, so I'm, I'm assuming you're going to do the eulogy then. And I went, I can if you want. And <clears throat> I've got my eulogy still in my notes. And um, she said, I want you to talk about her best friends, my mum, were again a big people yeah. person. Um, little like stories about her growing up. Loved our holidays in Turkey, and she wanted to say about my friends because they all seen her as she's seen them all as family. Yeah. Uh, particularly DJ and Deck, who my best friend. She said her adopted sons, and they burst out crying. <laughs> I said that obviously in the eulogy because. Fingers, my mum. Have you seen Kevin and Perry? Yeah, we are. That's why I'm in pause. I call her Mrs. P. Patterson. That's my surname because <laughs> that's why we used to always call her. Though, because, sandwich, Miss Patterson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mates, we don't even knock on door. They'd walk in the house and say, "All right, Patterson. All right, P." She go, "Who's that?" Yeah, because yeah, that all came about just because when we used to go to Turkey, we took it as a DVD. I only I grew up and I, my my mum made me grow up in Harry Enfield and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it just made me absolutely laugh, made off. And we was calling her P and Patterson the old <laughs> old holiday, and then it stuck. Oh, do you know what, mate? Like I've obviously I don't know you like other than obviously connecting on like Instagram and obviously recording this, but honestly, you're an absolute godsend. Like you're mom must be so goddamn but she's done a phenomenal job she and has, you know, she, oh. the best top top woman my mom you you can tell you really you can tell and i genuinely just want to thank you for being here for, for a starter but just for being so open and vulnerable because 
I didn't think there'd be someone out there that would understand how I was feeling when I had to kind of do the things I had to my like for my mom and stuff like that. But to do it in such a beautiful and inspiring way, the way that you have, I I'm almost in awe of you and like the way you carry yourself. And this is I genuinely I I, I could I can sit and talk to you all night. But I just genuinely thank you so much for joining me for a waffle. No, honestly, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Like I said, I can chat for England. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you start doing the 24-hour waffle, yeah. that's it. I'm here. This is the last time I give you any Harry Bow. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.